gentlemen, welcome to the It Couple. I'm Dan. And I am Sarah, Dan's wife, and also my own person. I don't know why I just had to say it like... I didn't this. say you weren't. No. It's like we ha- we're having a fight before we recorded this, and you know, it's and like, like the and fight. I'm my own person, Dan. It's like the fight in airplane when they're fighting over the, the red line is for loading and unloading. Um, yes. Hi, guys. My wife Welcome. does this thing when something bombs. She just ch- changes tone and goes, oh, well, anyway. Um. <laughs> Isn't that what comics do? That's what I do all the time. You learned it for me. God, I learned it by watching you. Um, so this movie is The Shining. It is a cult classic, I would like to say. Oh, it's just a classic. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a not classic. A We're doing killer clowns from outer space in a couple That's weeks. That's a cult this, classic. This is a classic. Okay. I stand corrected. We have... We had the incredible, amazing Alana Glazer, a dear old friend of both of ours, who is just super talented in so many different aspects. And we met in her office in Brooklyn and we recorded it there. And and in a lot of ways, this is both like a quarantine horror movie because they're isolated. And it's a horror movie. If you knew anything behind the scenes, which we talk about, it's a horror movie about being a woman in Hollywood because, you know, what what Shelley Duvall went through it. She yes. went through it in this What's movie. scarier, a haunted house or a general meeting at Miramax? Nobody knows. Uh, yeah. Who do you think is the Shelley Duvall in our relationship? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? I'm the one who gets yelled at. You're going to come yeah. after me with an well, axe. I, I just think that you deal with solitude in a better, healthier way than I do. I'm, I really have to always be on the move. And you're really good about, hey, you don't have to... Like, I had a cleaning person come this morning at 8 a.m., and people were coming to record at 11, and Dan was like, can we just move them? And I'm like, nope, already made the plans, already decided on it, when the truth is, it just causes more work for me. And then I, I go, and then I talk shit, but I do it alone in front of a mirror with my finger. I go, she's being a real, pro- she's being a real handful today. And Tommy. then he writes, bitch backwards on <laughs> right. the door. Uh, I, write, I write uppity bitch, bitch backwards. Uppity bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm trying to do it backwards. I can't I don't, say I don't think I could. I feel like if I do it backwards, it'll just be like a bad Japanese impression or something. So yeah, something. But it. it's no red rum. <sighs> it's not as easy as that. But this movie is great. We're so excited for you guys to listen to it. Thank you for tuning in and I enjoy. I, I love you. I was talking to the audience, but I love you too. I wasn't talking to the audience. Oh, but shit, okay. I'm in the doghouse. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains I'm gonna bash him right the fuck in. <laughs> we are here with our guest today. Our hilarious friend. Incredible talent. She is a writer, a director, uh, a comedian, uh, and also a... Has her own horror movie. Yes. Uh, with yes. Pierce Bronson. Which is amazing, by the way. We should have done that one. We have... Drumroll. Oh, Glazer. Alana Glazer, everybody. Thank you for doing this, I've known this, you Alana. both for decades. I know. I know. SJ, literally decades almost. No, um, you were still in NYU when I met you. The yeah, last I bet time I was we were 19. filming together was like in Ed Larson's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some weird like oh devil gosh. orgy sketch. I don't even know what it was, but yeah, it was wow. like, yeah, we were there all day. But. Yeah, we've known each other How for... How did you guys meet? I have no idea. I have no memory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I met you either. I met you Although I think Elliot. Oh, yes, yes. But I'm like, I don't know the moment. Yeah, Um, I don't either. Perhaps it was this party in Cobble Hill. Perhaps. Remember, like, the city when I was younger, like, felt like this. 
I don't know, a set, an elaborate set. It didn't feel yeah. real. It was so shocking to live here. Yeah. Um, so I remember actually the feeling of getting out of the F and being like, Bergen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember this party. I think I think it was actually. That is, I, I rarely remember when I met people. People, yeah. Um, I do or, remember. Oren Bremer used to have like the comedy, cool yeah. comedy parties. Who? Which Orin, I was never invited Orin to. Bremer. Well, I feel oh it was in LA once. But. Those he, were wild. He used to have these parties where it was a who's who of today's All comedians. hottest <laughs> comedians and actors and talent. Now there's just comedians and TikTok stars. There's yeah, no, exactly. There's no Alder Club. And like the occasional writer from SNL. Um, so, talking about this movie, um, before we get into it, Alana has chosen... The 1980 Stanley Kubrick directed psychological horror film produced and directed by Stanley Kubrick, The Shining. It is based on Stephen King's 1977 novel of the same name and stars Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Scatman Crothers, and Danny Lloyd. You know, um, I thought you were going to mention his co-writer on this, which is the this Diane Johnson helped Kubrick write this. Oh, right. The wow. next thing she did was the divorce with like Naomi Watts. It was like this rom-com. Like her two credits are either this weird rom-com with like Naomi Watts or when The Shining. When was that with Naomi Watts? Like like 20 years later. She didn't write anything in between. I think she wore it like maybe she wrote the novel that that was based on now. Wow. That is so strange. So Stanley Kubrick had help from a lady. From a lady, and I forgot and to mention Stephen her. not Stephen King, which he must have been kind of pissed off about. Like, mm. he gets a novelist that's not Stephen King. Well, Stephen King hated this yeah, film. Yeah, he hated yeah, this hated version because it. it was very different from the book. It's the, it's Wait, you said favorite. Stephen King hates this version. He I thought earlier version. you said Kubrick does. No, Kubrick. Oh, Kubrick, I don't even know if oh, he's commented King hates on this it. Version. It's not that his makes favorite sense. movie, but King, Stephen King hates it. And Stephen King did his own... Because I remember I was super excited about this because you know I'm a huge Stephen King fan. He was he did his own version for it for ABC like a miniseries, and it is bad. Oh, it's really? very bad. Stephen Weber is playing the Jack Nicholson role, who I like a lot. We but love a Stephen Weber. It, yeah. You are a Stephen King fan in that you read his books. I read his books. Dan actually reads the books. Watch wow. his movies. <laughs> you read? I Whoa! Read that. I only Nerd. read the first half of The Shining, but I, I got it again because I, I think I want to finish it this Halloween. I love this movie, man. And this is like pandemic horror. This is like mm-hmm. one of the best pandemic horror mm-hmm. movies because mm-hmm. they're like quarantining, just kind of quarantining together. Yeah. They're isolating isolated. the whole time. So, like, let me remember the like key points. So they're like a family who goes for like a long weekend or something. <laughs> no, it's not a long weekend. It's the whole winter. He gets hired. Oh to yikes! Be, yeah, he gets We're hired. Gonna, that's to scary. Be, he gets hired to be the innkeeper for four months. Because oh my god! Okay, the hotel fully. is shut. So he's got to like run the boiler room and run all the power Ooh, to make sure. By it the way, um, Wendy, the wife, ends up doing all of. Of the course. Okay, I work. I thought he was a writer, and they were taking like a writer's retreat weekend. Uh, not thought, just misremembered. No, but he he is writing when he's okay. there. So before we get into it. Also, everybody in life is always writing something. Maybe oh, that's just the circles. Like, Except me. I mean, I anybody, even if I meet like a bus driver, they're like, "Well, I'm actually working on a sci-fi novel." Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Totally. Or they're an actor. They're more writers actor. than readers yeah. now. Um, okay, so before we get into it, uh, what's the scariest thing that's happened to you this week? Who wants to go first? Dan. Well, I really hope people show up to my special. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, scary. This will air after the special, so. So that's, that's where all my anxiety is going lately, is just making sure that people go to it. Um, as far as other scary stuff, I mean, you know, look, I mean, I, there was like four articles in a row about global warming that the Times had last week, mm-hmm. and I was just like, ugh, ugh. Ugh, ugh. You know, because like those articles are so devastating because it's like 
they just kind of release and then there's no debate. People are like, well, all right. I know. Right. There was the article too about the AI. The, the, yes. the people that are creating them are like, we're going to be extinct. <laughs> like They're going to wipe us, humanity, off the face of the earth. So that was scary. Uh, Alana? Not like a scary thing, but it was just like socially scary was I was wearing sunglasses and I was on the train and this woman was like, what the fuck are you looking at? To you? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you're staring at me. I honestly think she, I trust her. Yeah. I honestly think she was correct and I was mindlessly staring, mm-hmm. I think. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I'll stop. And we do that though, like on the That subway, was how it ended? Yeah, she was like, you came on the train, you're crossed over, you've been staring at me ever since. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Are you I, sitting? No, I was standing. Standing and looking at her. And I think also like, I don't know, I... I do look mm-hmm. around. So do I. I stare at people. Same, especially behind sunglasses. I know. Like- so I was like, "This is scary, actually, because um, it's inappropriate, and I'm doing it." Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think you should, you know, yeah. use your feather, not a brick. You know, you were fine in that situation, but okay. So let's get into the film, shall we? Les films. Yes. yes, yes. Okay. So we begin. With the opening titles, we have this beautiful scenery. We follow this little VW bug as it's climbing up this steep mountain. We come to find out that inside of it is Jack Torrance, who is Jack Nicholson. And um, he's on his way to the Overlook Hotel for a job interview. It really makes me um, laugh to think of Jack Nicholson as like a... Sort of like typical rom I know this is a horror movie, but like that yeah. he was like an average everyday guy and he was such a like sort of salacious movie star at like oh, yeah. whatever Roman Polanski's house. Or it was at his house at which the rape happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was that was where the Polanski thing happened? Was it? Oh, that's right. It was, he, he was there with like Angelica Houston, right? And Angelica mm-hmm. Houston was so young too mm-hmm. um, when he was dating her. Heartburn. That's what I watched. Oh, I, I love Heartburn. And it was man. just so funny for him to what? be uh, like rom com, like the yeah. subject of a rom com. I was like, LOL, because I think of him more as a slippery character. But pretty, back well, then. He's pretty slippery in that movie. He's horrible in that movie. He yeah, but he's so lovable. And, yeah. he's so charming. And also, like, I, oh, he cheats on her. But are they like truly dating? Yeah, they're uh, married. Yeah, they're married. But I will say um, something. Oh, like, fuck. No, I'm thinking of the... The Diane Keaton? No, um, no, no, no. Some Shit. Terms of Endearment. Yes. Yes, he's lovely. That's what I'm Charming. thinking of. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. He's no, so... he's slippery in um, Heartburn. Oh, I'm thinking Terms of Endearment. But even all these movies, the fact that he's the love interest, like, go-to guy really makes me laugh. He's so Do you so find slippery. him attractive? Sarah doesn't find him attractive at all. Do you find him attractive? Now? No, I mean... Not, right not, now. now. You're <laughs> like, I didn't, game. I didn't um, no. then, but now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. When he starts to when he starts to drool at a Lakers game, yeah, I really... I like a I, frail, sort of like older sheep style Nicholson. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, he's not, not at all my type. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't even can. have a type. He's just, I'm not attracted to him. No, I get it. And there are like certain men that like, you say like Harrison Ford. I'm like, could get it then, could get it now. Bruce Springsteen, then and now. Could hit it, but like go on as a no Jack? on all those. No, Never. um, uh, who'd you just say, Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. I mean, totally beautiful when he was younger, mm-hmm. but not into it. Jack Nicholson. I'm like, am I even attracted to his talent? <laughs> no. Um, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> then totally. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Like a 1978 Bruce. So 
Like, Wait. yeah. <laughs> you, know what I, you, know what, you know what's so fascinating about Bruce, and then we got to get to the movie. Like, he has, a, he has affairs, but all his affairs are with, like, Women. Allegedly, Dan. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry, I don't want to get sued. Bruce. Yeah. But all his Bruce? Yeah, oh. yeah. But he's like his affairs are like with like women in their forties and fifties who like live in the same township who are like That's just so get, hot. Getting yeah. I love it. They're like gym buddies. I yeah, love it. It's not like I love groupies. some normal like somebody, ass fucking tricep like area. Girl affairs. Meets LA Fitness and then Bruce I love is like, oh, that. you look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's honestly like uh, if it is happening, that's like definitely okay in his marriage is right. what I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, they confronted his wife about it and she said, my marriage is none of your business. I love Good. it. You know? I they love have an that. open thing. Who cares? Yeah. That's for them, so. allegedly. Okay. Bruce, if you want to marry me and cheat on me and oh, I get, I God, get the I backyard, I'm fine um, Leave me for him, please. So Jack is going in, back to the film, Jack is going in, and when I say Jack, Nicholson and Torrance, because the character's name is Jack. He's going in for an interview with Mr. Ullman, who is the manager of the Overlook Hotel. Um, And they sit down and they exchange pleasantries. And then we cut to Wendy and Danny, his wife and his young son. They're eating sandwiches. She's reading The Catcher in the Rye, smoking, always smoking in this movie. And she makes it look so cool. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like the way she smokes. I actually, yeah, I like love that, 19- that she smokes. Like sometimes I'm like, it. it's gratuitous smoking in movies, but I'm like, for her character, it's perfect. No, mm-hmm. she's he's the child is eating a sandwich and she's smoking. So funny, like just next to him. I love yeah. it. It's like how I grew up. My dad smoking around mm. us explains a lot. So um, after that, we find that uh, little Danny has a an imaginary friend named Tony. And he uses right. a finger puppet. Oh, In my is head, I kept creepy? going, how funny would it be if they, for the remake, they had Tony played by Tony Danza. And he was just doing <laughs> it's just, hey, Are well, they remaking I think it? There's ghosts in here, buddy. I hope not. Are oh, they oh. remaking this? What? Are they remaking No, no. Oh, you're yeah. saying if they did. They were about did. to remake Salem's a lot, which I was excited about, but then they stopped with that, too. Nice. But, also, uh, I read somewhere that uh, Danny, uh, the little boy, when they were casting this, he's the one that came up with the finger. Puppet. Oh wow! That really? was his move. Yeah, because I he's thought that great. He's fantastic, and he stopped. He's smart because he got out of show business. That's cool. What does he do now? Um, I have no idea. He's happy. Um, okay, so then we're back, and now Jack and Mr. Ullman. Ullman's explaining why they shut down for the winter mm-hmm. um, because it's the road is impassable. It's twenty-five miles of road, heavy storms, and. As the caretaker. So scary. Right? Can it you really imagine? is creepy from the beginning. From the moment it starts. The music. Do you know what yeah. I love about this movie, too? And it was when I was re-watching, I was like, there are no jump scares. And so many horror movies. There's like, one. Which no, one? No, there's one that I actually went, <gasps> and it's not when he, maybe it's when he kills... Uh, well, Dick that's in that's the that's the one jump scare. Yeah. Oh, that is the one. Oh, but that's he, really he scary. has he. But what Kubrick does in this, and I, I'm now I'm starting to like a filmer. This was like rewatching this. I was like, God, this guy is kind of a genius because it was like mm-hmm. almost all the scary things about this movie are from the camera angles and the music. Mm. And the music increases when the terror of Shelley Duvall is increasing. And then it gets really narrow. The camera gets really narrow. Um, and it's like, it's none of that. Because we're so used to now, like we watch like Insidious or all these mm-hmm. like like Bloomhouse ones where it's just like you woke up and there's like an old woman as a nurse going like, uh-huh, you know, like, and this is just all mood. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty phenomenal that he was able to capture that. Especially when he's following like Danny on his little 
trike bike right. down hallways ah. and it's and you're like what is he going to come across what is going to pop in front of it's interesting also speaking to the AI thing like it's interesting how like the elegance of certain filmmaking or even TV making is um, makes you feel dignified as a human being yeah you know like mm-hmm. there is something so like I don't mean like actually like sexual but like hot about The Shining that is like I don't know you feel um, included in something beautiful even though it's so scary it's so like cool and smart I think you're right because it's us and them and that's it there's nobody else really there so once the place shuts down and it is right, just right, the family right, right. it's us the viewer with them right. experiencing and sort it's of such all these a things. big open space it does feel like you could even like with a an audience full of people it feels like you could be there with them yep. it's, it's freaky yeah and I, I also think with the you know reading the book and then you know seeing both versions of the miniseries well the movie and then the reading miniseries the brag like what they try to you get do, it you can <laughs> read, <laughs> read. <laughs> only read half um, but what they try to do with him <laughs> is that like he kind of goes on more of a journey in a book and and uh, and the series which I think works against the move the it's why the movie is superior because like he's like trying in the beginning like you know he's like oh I'm, I'm making up for the back because I hurt Danny in the past I don't want to do this mm-hmm. you know and he's like trying to be nice and in the movie it's just he's just a dick to her the whole fucking time oh for he's the terrible most part, to her you know like and but I think that works for it because she's like because he starts off a dick and then he goes crazy so I'm like well this woman has no like she's and, in an abusive like and she was on set too. She was abusive. abused on set as far as like psychologically and by Kubrick, Kubrick and Nicholson. Nicholson. They would like scream at her, yeah, which is awful. But I was also like, but is that's this why how, she's so fucking good in this. Yeah, too? that's how they did it though. Like those those scenes that they, you know, followed her with the bat. That whole scene, I think they did like a hundred and twenty seven times or something. That is so abusive. And he was like again. Scarier, scarier. And you watch that, and whatever take he used, it is the most frightening thing ever. That is so scary. And that is like truly how um, TV and film used to be, Mm -hmm. especially film, is like um, actual abuse. And to get statutory that. rape. Oh yeah, like well, last <laughs> tangle in Paris. I'm not laughing about the rape. Last well, tangle in Paris is like it hurts. a big example of that. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's I was I was just like, what is the one? And it's that. And it's, it's like um, art, like good one. You know, it, it's uh, if you watch the making <sighs> of with Kubrick, is it, I mean the making of his daughter makes it, and it's interesting because they, it's on YouTube. You guys can go check it out now. It's only like 17 minutes, um, but they they broadcast. There was a version which it was Kubrick's version and Kubrick's daughter's version. And they used Kubrick's daughter's version because that's the one that ha- Kubrick wanted to edit himself out. And that's the one where you have Kubrick kind of being salty with Shelley Duvall mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But it is kind of like eye-opening. You do wonder, like, did they? is this why the performance was so good? Yeah, of course. What's annoying is that it makes the case, it's like this feedback loop where it's like, well, we had to get that performance because it's so good. We have to abuse women yeah. on screen you don't so need to that do. we get right. no that was his method as yeah. opposed to being like just be scared he's like i'm gonna fucking make you scared I'm yeah gonna and it it's like you. men i guess all the stories were about men being abusive and women being abused so mm-hmm. it just like was this feedback loop of like this is how we tell these stories accurately right that's how we get that there's, there's also like even to get away from the male female dynamics like there's a warner herzog movie where like they almost kill each other, Werner Herzog and the lead actor. I forget what it is now. They had a real weird relationship. But there's a moment where, like, you could see all the guys want to kill the lead actor, like, because he got, like, 
in the movie speakers. Yeah, you got indigenous, and they all want to like literally kill. So I think it was just like the seventies, eighties style of filmmaking, yeah. where it's like chaos, chaos, chaos. And that's true. And Stephen King also did not like this version of Wendy. He thought she was very weak, and yeah. the the Wendy that he created was a stronger more self-sufficient but we do see spots of her because she's doing all the caretaker work which we'll we'll get into so now we're with mr ullman mr ullman then explains that jack says he's a writer oh i'm gonna write i'm a teacher and i'm gonna write and all this stuff he tells him about charles grady who was a former caretaker who ended up going crazy in the solitude and he killed his wife and his two daughters. He yeah. chopped them up. Which and is then, a daughter and a son in, a, in the book. Oh, it is a daughter and they're not twins. They're not twins. He ne- but in the movie, they're, they're the twins. twin girls. Come and play. Which works better. Mm-hmm. You know? Those creepy twins. We love them. Yeah. So that, uh, yes. Yeah, so and then the Grady blew his brains out. And that is how he welcomes Jack into this new role of character. Like Welcome. Perfect. I can't wait to murder my <laughs> wife. I fucking. But hate. you know what? I, and that he scene, does hate her. Yeah. I was like, does. that is creepy. But like, if we really knew the history of every apartment we moved into in New York City, we would we oh would be living God. on the street. You yeah. Know? And like, by the way, also the fact that like anything that's built is built on some sort of a burial ground in New right. York City. Right. And so even if you're living in a brand new high rise, whatever was there before. And by the way, the Overlook also built on an Indian burial ground. Well, that's that's another What's theory. What's the Overlook? In the, well, the oh, theory, oh, it oh. is mentioned in the book that Maybe. it is, but like... The, like the theory is that the, it's this angry spirits of Cherokee. I thought are, the overlook was like a new Hudson Yards. Situation. <laughs> it does look like it. It does. does it like feels it. like it. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like something like Jared Kushner secretly finances. Yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a okay. So he gets the job. Hooray! He tells Wendy. He calls her. And meanwhile, little Danny, we're starting to realize that imaginary puppet friend is actually warning him of things. So the little Tony is talking to him and telling him why he doesn't want to go to the Overlook. And he's showing him images of blood rushing out of the elevators. He shows the Grady twins. I keep wanting to call them the O'Grady twins, but the Grady twins. And then the next scene, he's being looked at by a doctor. And he tells her that Tony lives, is a little boy that lives in his mouth. Yeah. And no one can see him because then he hides in his stomach. So that's how we find out the kid has some sort of psychic abilities to sort of see things. It's interesting so. that the actor who plays Danny never continued in Hollywood because it's almost like he had a little Tony in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like he saw that like the he flew so Don't close. Don't go to, to Brian Singer's house. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. Don't go to that audition. It's not a real yeah. pool party. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the Corys. Okay. Um, Especially the music. Corey Haim. <laughs> the music. Okay, so we find out through Wendy talking to the doctor that Jack was is an alcoholic. He stopped drinking because he pulled... He dislocated Danny's arm by pulling oh. him drunkenly one night. Oh. And she does that thing that, like, 
you know, that abused wife Stockholm syndrome thing where she's like, well, he didn't mean to. And, you know, he's done it a thousand times. How many times do you grab a child? It was just the wrong way. And so Yikes, now bro. we know this about Jack on top of everything else. <gasps> and in the book, we know he's violent because he's he just got fired from his job because he beat a student up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now... Chill, 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 The chill. family. Mm-hmm. We're cutting to them now arriving. He's gotten the job. The Overlook is closing up for the season. I believe they close like as of November 1st till May. So it's a summer 20. spot? It's, it's a just summer. summer. Spot. Well, the reason it's like they, dirty they dancing. It. Got they, it. It's so old that they built it before like ski vacations were a thing. Right. Because I was right. going to say that's you can make bank. Yeah, yeah. you could make bank. Good. That would and be what state is it supposed to be in? Colorado. 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 It's in Colorado. the Rockies. Colorado. It starts off in the Northeast because there's got to be some main presence for every Stephen King mm-hmm. thing. With the exception of, there's a a few that are exceptions to that rule, but. Right. Okay, so now we're doing a tour, and we're, as the viewer, getting to see more of the overlook. Yeah, we're creeped out. We're creeped out. We're seeing people leave. Uh, He shows Wendy and Jack the apartment that they're going to be in. Also, do you notice that, because I've seen this now 50,000 times, not to brag, Alana, so sorry, but (laughs) um, he actually checks out two of the extras that are walking down the stairs. There's like two pretty co-eds and they're like, hi, Mr. Ullman. Uh-huh. And he like does a double take, but then like stares at them. And I'm like, all was he that knows, Jack or Jack? That's like, Jack. That's from the Jack. making of, all he knows how to interact with women is by flirting with them. Like Kubrick's daughter, like somebody else. It's just like the script supervisor. Women he's clearly not even attracted to, but that's yeah. just like Attack his default is like, hey, how's it going? Right. Want to hang out later? Except you know? Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was not interested in Shelly. So, well, he wanted Jessica Lang, allegedly. Mm. She wasn't bad tells. for this. I, think. Um, Jessica, I love Jessica. Lange, I think he wanted to bang Jessica Lang, which is why he wanted her. Wanted oh, I want to bang her right yeah, now. Yeah. I love yeah. her. Same. Um, she's so beautiful. Please. Um, okay, so now we're getting a tour. We meet Dick Halloran, who is the head chef there, mm. and Dick starts communicating with Danny. Um, telepathically, telepathically through, thank aka you. The Shining, through The Shining, the namesake of the book and, and movie. What we find out when he's with Danny alone, giving him ice cream, is that he has what Danny has. He calls it the shine. His grandmother had it, and he said that they can communicate um, and see images, and that they're just pictures in a book. If you see a scary image, it's just a, like a picture in a book. It's not real. He, he, he goes, goes to, to Miami. Miami, and then him and Danny. Uh, communicate when it's getting really bad later on Danny communicates to him telepathically how fucking strange what mm-hmm. a crazy Stephen King just like a chef and he's going to Miami I know the Miami thing also that's like my dream life to have like mountains in the summer well, the sure. Miami thing, Florida yeah, you, the you cut to his apartment in Miami and it's like just him and like Pajamas with just pictures of all these big-breasted women. Like, like they clearly like just do. They just like clearly it's like this is the paradise that he's in, and now Dan doesn't understand art because he's like, did you see all those pictures? It wasn't art. It wasn't just artistic. They're beautiful paintings of naked voluptuous. They are. They're not like they're not. They're they're not. No, she's like posing. They're somewhere in the middle. Okay, they're somewhere in the middle. Okay. Well, I like it. It's them. good for the art connoisseur and the pervert, okay? Yeah. Checks out for both. Because I'm holding our dead baby doll. Dead which baby doll that I bought call up her Penelope. Amazon. I don't know. Penel. Penny. Um, okay, so now we are at the place where everybody leaves. 
Uh, they leave. So scary. They're alone. We also find out a little bit more about the history of it. My favorite part of this is because he shows the only part that like seems kind of fun is he shows Shelly Duvall all the food they can have. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's this like, looks good. Yeah, he's like canned peaches and Oreos, and yeah. he's like just going through this list. Uh, he also tells Danny, by the way, do not go into room two thirty-seven. Mm. Whatever you do, do not go inside. Which yeah. in the book was room two seventeen. But two thir- but two thirty-seven, the actual hotel, they didn't want to use that number. They, they didn't, didn't want to use 217 because they wanted to fill it as a hotel. Because oh, they shot so it funny. in this real hotel, yeah. But apparently everybody always asks for room 217. It was a real missed opportunity. Of, yeah. They could have charged like $500 a night. Um, okay, now, now we jump a month later. So now they've been alone for a month. And we are looking at the Overlook, which, by the way, has this incredible maze that comes, comes to uh With comes the back. shrubbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which the maze, not in the book, but the shrubbery, it, it's instead, there's all these, um, you know, animals, that animal shrubbery or whatever the art is. I don't know. like. Oh, in the book? And that comes to life and tries to attack Jack. But oh. I think the maze is better. The maze Again, is better. I think the maze mm-hmm. is better. Yeah, it's creepier. And also you can notice when you're staring at it, the maze, when they're shooting it, is right in front of the hotel. But when they're doing like aerial shots, there's no maze. It's just oh. a little flub. Mr. Oh, Kubrick, nice. I have some notes on I your see work. You, Mr. Kubrick. <laughs> well, he does in this the one. There's like a bunch of crazy theories about this movie, and like so many of them are bullshit. Yeah. But the one thing that I did note that I did not notice this too is that like they do, they have there's certain things that are so blatantly bad continuity wise that he had to have chosen them, like like just different chairs disappearing between shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that was an intentional. Hey, this place is this is a living mm. hotel, you know. Right. He also did, um, when he's doing the Zoom, when he's zoomed in on the reaction shots of Scatman Crothers while he's talking to Danny having the ice cream, I guess he also did that 80 times. 80 times a close-up. That, I mean, that yeah. is abusive. It is. Itself. Yeah. That is abuse. Times. I can't kind of get the taste out of my mouth. It makes so much sense about Shelley Duvall being deeply abused and also him and Jack Nicholson like enjoying that is mm-hmm. so gross. Yeah. And she like really um I think lost her mind as a She did. She human says being. she did. Yeah. She said it was like psychological torture. Like long term lost her mind. Not like, oh, after this movie mm-hmm. I like lost my mind. I mean like yeah. she left the business I, I, and couldn't function as right. a person. Mm-hmm. It's really a shame. Did she do anything after this ever? She did. Didn't she do story She just did something story time or something. And isn't there the thing story with her and Meryl Streep and they're dead and like the hole in the middle of Oh, um, Death Becomes Her? Yeah. That's that's Goldie Hawn and ah, Meryl Streep. I really think Shelley Duvall... She is coming back, though, you guys. She's doing another horror movie soon. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. Um, so, okay. Now we've been there a month. He's getting no writing done, Jack. She's doing everything. She's manning the boiler. She's making him breakfast. He tells her how much he loves it, how he feels like he's had this deja vu. Mm-hmm. It's very familiar to Gross. him. Gross, yikes. Uh-huh. And he loves it. And she's like, I was a little scared at first, but you know, this is kind of fun and nice. And look, first month there, no incidents, except maybe mm-hmm. Danny seeing the Red Rum Twins. But like, other than that, you know, everything's pretty good. But he is not writing. So the train is slowly going off the tracks. Then all of a sudden, we're starting to jump to specific days in a week. It feels like this only took place over. Uh, and that's when it's like a black card on the white letters. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just saying like Tuesday. And 
Wendy uh, is cooking. She's watching TV. They're talking about the snowstorm. She's excited about, like, oh, we're going to get a snowstorm. She goes into him. He's writing, just tapping away. And that's when you really get a sense of, like, the craziness is coming out, I think. Yeah. Because he's so mean to her. Mm. And he's sort of mansplaining how writing works to her. Like, when I'm in here and you hear this. It's so mm-hmm. weird. It's like, what's the, like, self-awareness, you know? Or, like, it was, like, on the brink at that time when Kubrick and Jack Nicholson are like, yeah, she's he's an abusive character. But they're literally abusing her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, they and they're like, God, we're so brilliant pointing out abuse. Right. But they're enacting it too it's like she was surrounded by it on set like on while they were shooting and while they weren't they were just tormenting poor Shelley Duvall it's like I guess it's like a painful um I don't know that like them raising consciousness about it telling the story telling a story telling the story at all of like an abusive husband the whole thing is pretty much an amplified right. domestic abuse mm-hmm. story yeah, for yeah. Sure. and him being like my genius my genius and then she ends up doing his work mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she like ends up probably, you know, in real life, like writing she wrote his, his book too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, I guess that's the thing in telling stories that, you know, I'm like pissed or whatever at Kubrick yeah. and Jack Nicholson, but I'm like, they didn't fucking know better. This was no. like the best they right. could do. And, and who knows that that's what made her go. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kim and the last thing they worked on was a Kubrick movie. I'm sure that hastened the process of their divorce, but well, also I'm time sh- was up on that contract. Yeah, yes. oh, well, that's the thing too. It's like I'm sure that there are other things going on right, in that relationship. Yeah. You know? Is Eyes Wide Shut? Is that it? You're saying that and was that his was last Kubrick? Movie. That was his he last. Didn't, and then he didn't I think finish he it died either. On he didn't while they were, yeah, yeah. So they like wow. what you see is not the official mm-hmm. Kubrick cut, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever really seen that movie. I haven't either. But I know like images of it, and they were so beautiful. I also know like the joke of like, oh, I'm going to an eyes wide shut party. And it's well, when just, I was like, a kid, I was like, I heard it was like a sex thing. So then I would like look up the scenes, and yeah. it's all like naked dudes wearing Phantom of the Opera masks. And yeah, like, I don't think I'm gonna fancy. get anything from this. Yeah. Dan got his first chub. Yeah, You're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> the Phantom. <laughs> Dan, when you were little, didn't you used to? What superhero were you? I liked Venom when I was a kid. No, you said you were a superhero. All right. Well, before that, are you talking about? Okay, yes. When I was a kid, I my some kids would pick Batman and Superman and I picked Master of the House from Les Mis. Okay? Love, love. My wife knows Work, that. Bitch. Thank you for bringing Why that I up. I fall in love with him too. I love it. I appreciate it. I love it. Master love that it. pussy. Am Master I, no? of that. Right. No, just the house. You guys can't couldn't see me not getting a high five. My um my brother, like as the older brother, would like call me uh he and his best friend uh Kevin who had a little brother who remains my best friend, Daniel, they had this narrative that we were spoiled younger siblings, but we were like truly such good little kids and they were such little shitheads. And they would have this narrative that we were like the prince and princess from Les Mis. I know there's not a prince and princess, but we were like that. Yeah, I don't really Mm -hmm. know. But like that they were the peasants and they would sing like Master of the House and say that we were like the ruling class, basically. (laughs) That's a very uh, deep... Play, you know, as like it was like eponine. Yeah, a very, a very gay sort of narrative for an older brother to have. I love um, that. Yeah, yeah. I was a good kid too, as the youngest, and my sisters were. Yeah, 
nightmares. And I can say that. We love, I love them, but they're not going to listen to this. Okay, so. <laughs> Why start supporting you now? Right. Why? I'm, I'm four, almost 45 years yeah. old. Now? Now? Yeah, no. We're going to start good. this part, yeah. part of my life. Um, okay, so then we go to Thursday. It's the snowstorm. That was Tuesday when he yelled at her. I guess they, they made up. Um, they're playing in the snowstorm. We hear this loud, like almost a dog whistle. In fact, when it first came on, myself and Falky, one of our dogs, looked out the window because mm. we thought someone was, I don't know, screeching like a bike or something. No, it's part of the soundtrack. I came to realize and so now we find Sarah was on a lot of edibles <laughs> I, one of I did smoke a lot of weed to watch this and uh, take notes and there was a point where I couldn't you know when you just get so high you just want to go to bed yes and I was like this I won't finish this until tomorrow and then I got like this burst it was actually energy. when we were making love <laughs> <laughs> it happened. was like all right time uh-huh. to go to bed this is this isn't going anywhere. I'm like I'm dried up and <laughs> exhausted thanks just so much fucking sand of the hourglass down but here. we see we see Jack Steele at them through the window and he's just got this sick weird so scary fucking scary and he's in a turtleneck and he's just like all possessed yeah. if you will by whatever spirit there is um okay and then he's working again back to him working i also have a question who made the fire there's like this beautiful roaring fire every mm. time you know sure, he didn't Shelley do Duvall that did. yeah yeah when he sure. did that for him yeah when he did that. um and so she's trying to make contact with this outside world she's also wearing one of the coolest sweaters it's like this nice. yellow stitched 1970s yeah. i love her wardrobe in this whole Fuck film yeah so cool that's cool and uh mm, she's trying cool. to she actually looks like every girl in williamsburg in 2008 mm. and now because <laughs> it's now yeah. yeah you know like in 2008 and in Brooklyn, either girls were dressing like really provocatively or they were dressing like school moms. Yeah. It was like, a it was weird, like American apparel or like, yeah, or like Raggedy Ann or like Raggedy yeah. Ann. It was like, yeah, I was just a- thinking that recently, like the thing of in LA is like um, Annie Hall, but porn stars dressed as Annie Hall is like kind yeah. of the thing. Like, you know, like lips mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever and like sort of fillers and the same shape face, but then like a blousey blazer. But the blousey blazer is like just nipples out. Yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody wants an Annie Hall porn parody, guys. Oh, I yeah. don't know. With the lobster and the tennis rackets, that could Some be kind girl of dresses as a lobster. <laughs> if it was like a female we'll filmmaker, for a third. I think Woody would like that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So now they are, Danny is, runs into those twins again. We're, Danny keeps seeing them on and off, on and off. Things are starting to get a little creepy. He remembers what Hollerin, the chef, said to him. Just pictures in a book. Don't mm-hmm. pay attention. And now that was Saturday. Now it's Monday. See what I mean? It's like we're taking Which a couple days. Which is interesting because in the freaky. book, one of the, one of the ways the ghosts are really activated is that Nicholson, I mean, or Jack Torrance, finds a scrapbook in the basement. And like that stuff starts coming to kind of life. Um, so it's more of like, a, you know, in a, like a lot of horror movies, like we just watched the new Evil Dead, you find like the Necronomicon. There's always got to be some thing from the other world you find that right. opens a portal to the other world. Uh, that's right. And you do see a scrapbook at one point. I feel like when, maybe when he was yelling at her in that scene, you see a book that's open <laughs> with little one photos. One of the times that just he was yelling at her. I can't figure out which one it was. That's I his don't portal. Remember. When he yells at his wife, he starts to see uh, the other world. Yeah, his <laughs> anger. Uh, I think this is also Monday is when he gets drunk and he meets the bartender. He goes into the, the scary, grand ballroom. Scary, uh, Which they have removed, we find out yeah, that earlier. Will, that drink all the alcohol. so good though, huh? Oh, God, talk about an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I do. I get relaxed when he sits down in that hotel, like because there's nothing like going to a hotel and having a stiff drink. Guys, I am not drinking right now. He's not. He's <laughs> actually uh, sober right now. Like being all, being all, well, you mm-hmm. know, smoking a little weed here You're and there. California but California um, sober. But yeah, he, I'm California sober. But yeah, that, that feeling, I don't know if you guys ever had that where you just go to a hotel and you're there before everyone else, you just have like one drink. And yeah. You're the, oh, yeah. It's so adult and like anonymous. It's so adult it anonymous. Yeah, it that's is. what and it is. And a beautiful rocks glass. Yeah. Like I don't drink whiskey, but for me, I guess it would be like a vodka soda or something yeah. like that. Yeah. A wine. Glass of wine. You know, it almost feels like a dream, like it's which is what I love about this movie. It's like a nightmare. Yeah. It's like what's happening and even Well, that is drinking. like true about the shining cuz it is so beautiful. It's like between a nightmare and a dream. Yeah. Like which one is it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, cuz you have to almost think like cuz there's also that point where where he's watching TV with Wendy and Jack is upstairs sleeping and she's like, Daddy went to bed only a few hours ago. Doing what? Just like, what was this fucker doing? The whole movie, so yeah, feels he's like... so exhausted. Sorry, go on. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Okay. Um, we're in an abusive relationship, but I'm the Jack. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can tell in this yeah. marriage. Make my fire. I love you. Make my fire. Um, and Danny goes up and he's sleeping and he is, no, he's not sleeping. He's like sitting wide awake. And Danny, he like pulls him in. He's like, I would never hurt you. You know that. And then he starts saying shit about her, like your bitch mom. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's <laughs> always that. throwing her under the bus. Always. So scary. He's and I bet like literally her. typical of yeah. so many like relationships at that time. Yeah. So scary. And also, also like didn't have to be early. Possessed. Yeah. My parents got married real early. So it's like they got married to this person at 20. Of course they all hate each other. You yeah, guys got right. married at like fucking 20. Yeah. Fully. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, so... At another point, so she's doing electrical work. She's doing his job, and she this bitch knows how to do everything. She's like an engineer. Yeah, Yeah. Jesus, everything but pick a husband. Yeah, Yeah. hello. (laughs) Um, And like, see, like, read the room too. Like, he's obviously pissed. Like, take the boy and just leave. So she um, hears him screaming. Jack runs in, and he's telling her how he had this nightmare that he chopped her and Danny into little pieces. And um, Danny walks in because Danny had this Go- point had gone gross. into room two thirty seven, even though he wasn't supposed to. The Oof, door uh. was open, and he walked in. We don't see what happens, but then Danny approaches, and he's got these marks on his neck, like he'd been and strangled. And he's catatonics. And he's yeah, out of it. And very scary. Oh my god, this individual must have been so traumatized by this experience, being alone in that set with all these out of their minds adults yeah. and yeah. your pretend mom is being abused. That must have Constantly. been so yeah. traumatic. The mm-hmm. making of was like kind of, it was, there was one point that was really sad because they interviewed Danny and he just talks about, he's like, yeah, my parents from this, they said they'll buy me something. Mm-hmm. And uh, then yeah, he's, like, he's like, some of the kids make fun of me I because hope. they think I'm have money and I don't. Like that's the yeah, yeah because you that's, got paid scale right 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 with no no back end right. and he's like the most uh, viewed child actor of all time yeah that's so fucked. and the parents probably took all the money when he was eighteen yeah yep. in a trust I hope not I hope that it was more pleasant he did get out of the business yep. so he did figure out a way um, cut to him on OnlyFans someday <laughs> he's got someday. like a guy named Tommy who fucks him in the ass this <laughs> is also he's also at one point wearing that Apollo eleven. Sweater. He's got the coolest sweaters yeah, as well. That's There's like cool. a Mickey Mouse one. There's like really cute little kitschy things. But isn't there something about the Apollo 11 and the moon landing or something? Yeah, there's a theory that Kubrick, that this is a fake movie and that Kubrick was actually filming um, 
Apollo 11 footage or some sort of well, sp- space footage. Someone said footage. the moon landing, the which moon was landing, in the which doesn't like, make any late sense. 60s makes no sense. No, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But like he was, it was just a government. It was basically, we've never left. We've never gone to outer space. And this is just. People public. really need therapy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And like actual history education. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I go back and forth on that because I'm like, there's so many horrible things that have happened, you know, like the Tuskegee oh. experiments and, that you would think are just like out of a horror movie. And then they happen. So it's like, of course, some people believe psychotic stuff because, right. you know, right. Gulf of Tompkin, there's all this crazy shit that's happened, you know? Um, it definitely is hard to sort out the world. Oh, for sure. But that is just one crazy conspiracy theory. Right. Like, almost like million. who cares? Like you real like <laughs> who cares to come up with this conspiracy theory right. that Kubrick that The Shining is a fake movie. What the fuck is a fake movie? All right. movies are pretend. Yeah. It's really yeah. weird. It's and that's really the, that's the other thing. It's like but it was based on a book. Do you guys realize that? Like Kubrick didn't like make up this and it's based on a book. So how yeah. is it a fake? I just don't even know what like a fake movie is. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's I think so every movie's a yeah, every movie's like a real movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. People um, people have too much time on their hands. They do. Um okay, so now he's gone crazy. It's official. It's another day and he goes back to into, 237. Yes, he goes into 237. That's right. He goes into the room. Because at this point, um, Shelly Duvall's, the, the wife thinks that he's... Um, Thank you. Thinks that he's... Uh, abusing, abusing Danny. Abusing the Danny again. She and thinks it, he did those marks. And he didn't. Yeah. But then she finds out that he didn't because Danny told her that an old woman... And she's like, Jack, there's someone else in this hotel. That's the person that did it. But before that, he actually meets Grady in the ballroom at like a, it looks like a New Year's Eve party. It's actually the 4th of July party. And it's like 1921. And uh, so he meets Grady and Grady is a butler there or waiter and follows him into the bathroom because he spilled something on him. And that's where Grady tells him why he killed his family and like Jack should do the same. Like this is. And then there's mission. an end bomb coming out of nowhere. Like Dick Halloran, she's like that N word is talking to your son. Yes, oh, good. That's right. Yeah, you know, it just gets a little out of place where you're kind of like, all right, I get what you're trying to do here, but what uh, are they trying to do? Say the past or something? No. Yeah. It's well, just, he's it is it is an ancient. It's a guy's from like the 20s 1920. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he would say that, you know, about him. Right. He knows that Danny. So and weird. Dick are communicating while Dick's in Miami. And then I guess you then flash to Dick in Miami in the bed being told these things by Danny as he's saying this. So I literally almost just asked, how are they communicating on the phone? (laughs) Um, WhatsApp? Instant messenger. (laughs) WhatsApp? Okay, poor Danny is drooling. He's freaked out. He's shaking. Keep shaking. Danny actually does an impression of Jack Nicholson now. <laughs> uh-huh. so mean. Also, can we stop like shaming people for getting older? No, like, that is true. Such I think it's like, more just like um, Jack Nicholson had uh, too good of a life. Let's yeah. take him down. Yeah, Not even take him down. Just like easy punching bag. He's old and he's. You know what I mean? Like, and he hated old people, probably. Yeah, and also just like whatever. <laughs> like just... the Roman Polanski should have him at his house. Like he's had. Mm-hmm. Too much fun. So let's <laughs> like take a him criminal down. amount. Not, not even take him down. Just like make fun of him. Yeah. While like, he's out on his balcony picking up like. He's, still, he's, still one, of the, he's one of the greats. They're like one he emerged. I'm like he went outside oh, for fresh air. Yeah. But I do. I get what you're saying. Um, okay. So Jack goes into the room. 
And he sees this sexy, naked woman, I mean, full bush, like full frontal, comes out of the tub, gorgeous, approaches him, and he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. They make out, and she slowly morphs into the old woman with the saggy boobs and rotting flesh. Mm. That's what she becomes. And then he's, for the first time, actually scared. Yeah, that's really Jack Nicholson's nightmare. Is to yeah, it's a it woman aging. It is a woman. Exactly. <laughs> that is his age. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. It really is. That's like the nightmare Leonardo DiCaprio has before he that's goes to right. bed every night. And that's what he pictures. That's actually, that was a woman his age. And yep. he pictures her flesh rotting and her titties on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I just picked something out of Mushi's eye and threw it on the floor. I'll cool. pick it up after. Not my home. It's Don't just worry a, about it. Just a crumb. Um, all right. So, yep. Rotting flesh. Now, um, Dick is now on the phone calling the Torrances. He's trying to make uh, contact with the Overlook, but the line's down because of the storm. Sure. So he calls the local park rangers, and he finds out that, like, no one is answering there. So he's concerned. So he's going to now go up to the hotel because he's worried about what's going on because he knows something bad is happening because of Danny. He's leaving Miami? He's leaving Miami. Wow. To go to a snowstorm. To get a snowcat mm. to drive it up the 25-mile Snowcat is such a stretch. cool name. I know. I, you know, it says it on the thing snow track. Mm. And so I kept thinking, like, are they saying snow? It's a snow I feel like that's cat, like the badass right? in a ski movie. The snow oh, track. Yeah. Oh, snow cat up there. Yeah. A little snow cat. Um, so, yeah. And then Jack comes out. He says, nothing in that apartment, nothing to see here. Danny's making it up. So, Wendy's not buying it, that, you know, he's hearing and seeing things. Jack uh, is furious that she wants to take her son out of that environment. Also, great parent he mm-hmm. is, abusive father, um, to take her to, to take Danny to a doctor. And now he's yelling at Wendy about ruining his job and getting in the way of his mission and what he's supposed to do Mm -hmm. as the caretaker. Meanwhile, she's been doing his job the whole fucking time that she's been there. So, um, what comes next? What do we have next? We eventually get to the point where he's just losing his mind more and more. She discovers him. You know, she discovers the all work, no play thing. Oh, well, let's get to that quickly. So, she finds his writing in a box that he's been writing for like how many months and it's just all work and no play makes jack a dull boy over and over but in different like formations yeah, so scary. like mm-hmm. and yeah what did we read we read that kubrick's secretary actually spent a month typing all wow. of that up this is really as we said this is really the uh the story of kubrick's secretary and how awful it was to be an admin how awful it always is to be an admin yeah oh this is also the scene now where she has a bat and this is the one he made her do actually i think 127 times that is where she's so disturbing mm-hmm. yep Yikes. she's so good in that scene though she's so good i mean it's that and so the, when the axe goes through um so he's yeah, like yeah watch this movie is like eating veal where you're like this is delicious oh, but no, veal's not good oh well I didn't know. I mean, maybe. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, All right. So she's going to get Danny help. End of story. She's going to figure out a way. She knocks him out, carries his body, drags it into... Knocks out. Oh, Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knocks Jack. He falls down the stairs because he's like, love of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to chop you up into little bits and pieces. Oh, my God. So he is now full on fucking crazy, not even trying to hide it, that he wants to kill them both. Um, So she locks him in the pantry. She tries to go to the But doesn't kill him. Doesn't kill him. I would have made sure. This is what pisses me off in horror movies. Make sure the motherfucker's dead. 
Well, they're always well, she like didn't dumb kill bitch. Him yet. Like they I'm always a, make them like dumb bitches. You dumb. know what I mean? Like, it's like hmm. just well, she killing. doesn't want to kill him yet because it is the father of her. She wants to get him help. She's I get the that. father of her son. She know? wants to get them out of there, and then it's he, not like she's walking up Jason, you know? Right. Well, yeah, no, that's true. And then she says to him, he says to her through the door because he's locked in the pantry, "Why don't you go check out what I did to the snowcat?" He basically removed all the wires, so there's so no scary. way of them getting so out scary. of here. And then, uh, oh Grady, oh Grady. Not O'Grady, just Grady, um, approaches the pantry while Jack is locked inside and gets him out. So the ghost. Which, uh, the greatest Simpsons treehouse of horror ever. They parody this, and he's stuck in the freezer, but the ghosts come to get Homer, right. but Homer's already eating everything in the uh-huh. freezer. That's so funny. And he goes, come back later, and then they have to like drag him out, you know? So funny. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, the next scene is the infamous, here's Johnny. Love improvised not in the book yeah breaks down the door she shoves danny out the window you know slides down a little snow and johnny was that just like improv or is it that was, right it's not who like the fuck friend. is johnny like johnny carson johnny carson oh, oh it is okay cool that's what i thought oh, dick i knew that guys i'm just all my note I could, I could see stephen king writing that though <laughs> right but he mm-hmm. didn't um and so now scatman crothers is arriving on a snowcat uh the chef and he's calling out and Jack hears him because he's like, hello, is anyone there? He Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. He goes around, chops him with an axe in the heart, kills him instantly, and now is screaming and running after her and Danny. They're both trying to find Danny. Yeah. Danny's been locked away, all of Fuck. this stuff. Oh, it's too um, scary. Danny goes into the maze. He follows. Shelley Duvall, trying to find Danny, comes across all these weird ghosts, mm-hmm. some skeletons, a guy in a dog costume. I'm assuming it's a guy blowing another guy. Right, I love right, that. Right, my and then he shot. sits yeah. up. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. And it's just like the zoom in. Now um, that's just a fetish. Now it's just furries. Yeah, it's just now party. we watch it, and I'm like, I think I went to a convention. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wendy sees the blood pouring out of the elevator, and then she goes out, finds Danny. At this point, Danny has tricked Jack. It, op- it comes out of the elevator, but the doors never open. Just no, it just pours out from the side. That's so funny. Danny tricked Jack because Shelley Duvall is too much. She's so Wendy stupid. is too much of a dumb bitch She's that a she, dumb bitch. it takes a child, a male child a male to child. beat uh, Jack and <laughs> the woman can't do it. God yep. damn. To trick him and he freezes to death. Jack, Danny escapes, hops in the snowcat. With Wendy. The Scatman snowcat. There's a second snowcat. Is he driving it, the child? The child's driving it. Yes. He's the only one who knows how to operate. She doesn't know how to drive because right. she's a right. fucking woman, Alana. Yeah. Damn. She's, she's like, oh, my titties bitch. are in the way of the yeah. steering wheel. Yeah. What's going on? My pussy got stuck on the gear shift. It's like things that aren't even okay, physically so possible. Okay, so he's dead. And the last shot is zooming in on a photo of the July 4th ball Love. in 1921. And front and center is Jack. And so... I'm so nervous this is going to be me at the comic strip one day. You're just going to yeah. zoom in and I'm going to be like <laughs> with all the old comics. You know, I was I was here the whole time doing hack bits. I thought you were going to say nice. comics on 14th and 8th Street. Oh, so, the X. Oh. It is Ochi Lounge. Yeah, this whole oh yeah, this old club Ochi. guys named Comics that was a really cool club that went out of business because they didn't... Because really the rent understand. was probably too much. Yeah, it was too much. And they were packing. like, they were booking comics that you could see for free on Whiplash for yeah. like, you know, um, but yeah, check it out. But, but then the, they had Ochi's Lounge downstairs, yeah. which is where we would do shows because yeah. it was fun. And then like getting the big room upstairs was like the coolest thing yeah. in the world. Um, and that, everyone, is The Shining. Thank you again, Alana, so much for doing this with us. Thanks for um, thanks for reminding me about the experience of watching The Shining without me having to actually watch it. <laughs> this was helpful. Alana, what would you like to promote? Oh, yeah. 
come see me on the road. Yeah. yeah. See me on the damn road. I'm uh, in a bunch of cities. Booking I'm, a bunch I'm more. opening for a one Dan's or two coming. of them. Yep, that's I'm right. Excited. On the road. That and so uh, I'll book a bunch more in the fall. But come see me. It's a good ass time. Woo. Here Dan, thank you for being Thanks. a great husband. All right. That's enough. All out right, of me. guys. Thank you. Follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at the It Couple Podcast. And if you have a question or comment about horror movies, send us an email at theitcouplepodcast at gmail.com. Also, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Tune in next week for Predator with our guest, Dan Soder. Run! Go! Get to the chopper!